0: The Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Someone in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the family inheritance with me. But he said to him, Friend, who set me to be a judge or arbitrator over you? And he said to them, Take care. Be on your guard against all kinds of greed. For one's life does not consist in the abundance of possessions then he told them a parable the land of a rich man produced abundantly and he thought to himself what should I do for I have no place to store my crops then he said I will do this I will pull down my barns and build larger ones and there I will store all my grain and my goods and I will say to my soul soul you have ample goods laid up for many years relax eat drink be merry but God said to him You fool! This very night your life is being demanded of you, and the things you have prepared, whose will they be? So it is with those who store up treasures for themselves, but are not rich toward God. The gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Christ. Please be seated. This is not a sermon against storage units. <laughs> Jesus is not condemning you if you rent a storage unit. I just want to say that up front, okay? But storage units raise some interesting questions. Did you know that there is nearly 2 billion square feet of rentable storage space in the United States? 2 billion billion. Did you know that there are more storage facilities in the United States than there are Starbucks, McDonald's, Dunkin' Donuts, Pizza Hut, and Wendy's combined? That's a lot of storage units. Jesus tells a parable about having a lot of stuff. But notice the context taking place before he teaches this parable. Someone asks Jesus to tell his brother to divide the family inheritance with him. That should sound familiar because it's the setup of another parable that Jesus told, the one about the prodigal son. In Deuteronomy, it says that in family inheritance, the oldest son was to receive a double portion more than any of the younger siblings. Now, as most things go, In the real world it doesn't always happen the way it's supposed to in the real world siblings didn't split inheritances with the oldest getting double of what everyone else got they split things evenly most of the time the text doesn't say this but we can assume that this was the cause of the disagreement between the brothers in this case the eldest son maybe decided that the biblical command and custom was worth keeping so that he could have a double portion and the younger son didn't like that thought that it was unfair decided that I'm gonna rope Jesus into this debate to see if he could make the inheritance come out evenly for both of them and if you have kids you know exactly what is happening one parent said no so I'm gonna go ask the other parent what they say it's called triangulation probably heard of it bringing in a third party into a dispute between two the younger son may be thinking here if I go through Jesus I can actually maybe get my older brother to do what I want but Jesus sniffs it out and says dude which isn't literally what he says but it's actually a better translation than friend hey man who said that I was your judge jesus can tell that this is about greed so jesus tells them a parable about greed there are several things to notice about what is happening in this parable first notice that the rich man really cannot take credit for his abundance it says that the land of a man a rich man produced abundantly It doesn't say that the rich man worked hard and earned in abundance. It says that the land produced abundantly. That's a reminder that there are many things that are not up to us. Sun, soil, seed, rain. Ultimately, God was the bringer of the abundance for this man. But he didn't see it that way. Next notice how completely inwardly he is focused listen to the way that he thinks to himself which is also a thing to notice itself because he isn't having a dialogue with another person he's not talking to a family member or a spouse or a co-laborer he's thinking to himself what should I do I have no place I will do this I will pull down my barns I will store my grain and my goods I will say to my soul He doesn't even acknowledge that his soul isn't his It's also important to notice that we're talking about surplus here That's storage for grains and goods beyond what he needed to survive to live to people In Jesus's day anyone who gained more as a result of their own dealings was considered a crook it was honorable only to take what you needed and to not want more than that surplus was considered shameful a sign that something dishonest had taken place Let me say again this is not a condemnation of saving lord knows part of my salary is a retirement package nor is it a condemnation of celebrating when things are going well for you this is a parable about what you do with the wealth that you have your life is defined by who you are not by what you own God desires for you to be more concerned with those who are in need hearses don't come with hitches you don't see U-Haul trucks in cemeteries when you come to communion today and receive God's grace and bread and wine you are empty-handed that's what God is most interested in you not your stuff not your accumulated possessions God wants your heart God loves you and wants to set you free from the burdens of your life and that might mean setting you free from the preoccupation with the idolatry of stuff god has been gracious to you god has provided you everything that you need it may seem like you've provided it for yourself but the physical ability the health the breath in your lungs the energy to work and to make a living are all gifts given to you by god god is generous to you so that you can turn and be generous to others not to hold on to and build up for only you which can keep you bound but to release to give so that you can be set free between today's gospel reading and next Sunday's gospel reading there are a bunch of verses that are skipped you don't get to hear them in the lectionary and the missing verses explain exactly what Jesus is talking about better than anything else so here Luke 12 22 to 31 he said to his disciples therefore I tell you do not worry about your life what you will eat or about your body what you will wear for life is more than food and the body more than clothing consider the ravens they neither sow nor reap they have neither storehouse nor barn and yet God feeds them of how much more value are you than the birds and can any of you by worrying add a single hour to your span of life if then you are not able to do so small a thing as that why do you worry about the rest consider the lilies how they grow they neither toil nor spin yet i tell you even solomon in all his glory was not clothed like one of these but if god so clothes the grass of the field which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven how much more will he clothe you you of little faith And do not keep striving for what you are to eat and what you are to drink. And do not keep worrying. For it is the nations of the world that strive after all these things. And your Father knows that you need them. Instead, strive for His kingdom. And these things will be given to you as well. Amen.